In the meanders of sparkling waters and infinite horizons I found myself face to face with this rebellious people who defy established norms. Their life is chaos punctuated by resistance, fluidity, and flexibility. They are the strangers of this world, moving without ties or fixed identity. The Bajot and the Bugis are deterritorialized souls, wandering tirelessly, always on the move, like echoes of forgotten exiles. They reject the boundaries and constraints that try to imprison them. Their way of life is a dance with the unknown, one foot forward and one foot back, never really putting down roots anywhere. Something resonates within me when I'm there, I feel at home and I seek to know why. This quest to explore reflects my personal search for meaning and identity. May this story of nomadism inspire all those who dare to adventure beyond established boundaries, who question, create and live boldly. Because it is in this wandering that we find the freedom to truly be ourselves, free as nomads of the spirit. Woke up at 5.30 a.m. by the sounds of the gleaming boat engines, the cooking, the cries of neighbors from one house to another. A familiar atmosphere floats. Ajis is waiting for me downstairs with his wife and the neighbor, a hot coffee and a rice paste cake. The sun is rising, it's already hot. A delivery of fish arrives, a young man of around 10 puts down a plastic bag which reveals some colorful fish, it will be breakfast. Ajis is a pendable, a sort of fish trader, there are around 10 of them on the island. This is a bit like the economic model of the village, the pendable gives a keetenting, a small mono outrigger motor boat, and gasoline to young fishermen on credit, which they will repay in fish, over around 10 years. By moving from one place to another, Nomads break the ties that attach them to a particular place. They are not bound by physical borders or territorial limits, which allows them to escape the power structures and controls associated with specific spaces. Deterritorialization can also be understood metaphorically, as a process of liberation from intellectual or ideological constraints. It is the ability to think independently, to challenge established conventions and norms, and to explore new ideas and perspectives. Nomadism as deterritorialization symbolizes freedom of movement, both physical and intellectual. It represents resistance to rooting and an openness to fluidity and transformation. After freeing themselves from the constraints of a particular territory, nomads can settle elsewhere, adopt new norms and create new relationships with their new environment. However, this re-territorialization is temporary and flexible, always allowing for movement and change. What fascinates me about this way of life is this almost palpable feeling of struggle against the established order, they annihilate the conventions of society, tearing them apart like waves crashing on rocks. Their lives are a hymn to freedom, to voluntary drifting in the deep waters of non-conformity. They are the rebels, the marginalized, the eternal rebels. In the darkness of their eyes, I see a glimmer of burning desire, an unquenchable thirst for exploration and discovery. They are the fishermen of truth, using their flexibility of mind and adaptability to seize the opportunities that come their way. Life is not a straight line drawn in advance, but a winding path where unexpected turns often lead us towards the most precious treasures. Identity is not a fixed essence, but rather a perpetual flow of becomings. Nomadism invites us to embrace a non-hierarchical approach to existence, to reject the rigid and normative structures of society. Like nomads who move freely, 
we are invited to explore new territories of thought, to free ourselves from imposed limits and to create new connections. This awakened in me a desire to question, a thirst for intellectual freedom, I began to question dominant discourses and to question established certainties. Flexibility is a strength, the ability to bend without breaking in the face of life's storms. True strength is not found in rigidity, but in the ability to move with grace and purpose. I am with the masters of fluidity, gliding through the murky waters of existence, blending into the unexplored recesses of reality. In this eternal journey of the soul, life is not limited to a destination, but is an experience of perpetual movement. I would say that as a photographer, the intermediate between me and the subject, the camera allows me to transform the way I perceive reality. On the lookout, I wait for the image to appear in the viewfinder, my vision, human, becomes photographic, I think of reality through my telemetric framework, then I seize it on the silver gelatin. The camera allows me to capture a moment, to capture the other, to possess it through my image. I think of this very particular presence in the world as hunting or collecting practice. It's like becoming invisible, being part of the scene without existing outside of the camera. It's like hunting without the desire to kill. And this stalking also sometimes acts as a revealing agent. I think the photographer is a visionary rather than a voyeur. I like to perceive and isolate individualities, and highlight anonymous people lost in the crowd. Through attention to atmospheres and the intimacy of looks and gestures, I try to show human relationships. So at the end, it's like the photographer shoots to make people live forever, to make people eternal. The actual process of shooting is a whole other story. I have actually lived and worked with them for about eight years. I have been shooting this series in 2019, after I quit my NGO. They are like my second family, and as I wrote in my book, I feel at home when I am there, and I am trying to understand why. That's why I went back to make this series. I went with a Leica M6 and a dozen rolls of HP5 for the time of one moon. As the word in Indonesian for month is the same as moon, and I think it's beautiful. I usually don't take images the first few days, as I want to connect, to ground myself in the now. So after four or five days I took my camera with me, I like the M6 because it is discreet. So I just keep it with me wherever I go and when I feel the moment, I just click. Without too much care for the light meter. I use the hyperfocale on the lens to prepare the focus before making my frame, this helps me get the moment without wasting time on the settings. Then I came back home at the lab, developed all my films with Rodinal OnePlus 25, which makes it very contrasty and grainy because I wanted the feel of that burning sun in the shadows. In my mind the image is only existing at 30% at the click, 30% makes it on the dev and another 30% makes the magic when you choose the medium, whether the printing technique or the paper. To me that's when the image takes its soul and makes the subject alive. 